Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Once the video from last week uploads, we will be on episode 40. And so that is a huge milestone. Every time we hit 10 episodes, I think it's a huge milestone. So gentlemen, if we keep this tempo up within two and a half months, we will be on episode 50. The one year anniversary of the podcast is actually May 9th is when the first episode was uploaded. So we're also approaching the one year anniversary of the podcast, which is really, really cool. So thank you to everyone who listens, watches from episode one. And if you stay tuned up until now, I really appreciate it. So yeah, with, without further ado, gentlemen, I hope I hope you two are doing well. First off, I mean, yeah. Back in yeah. it, baby. Yeah. Back in it. Back GT's in back. it. Yeah. GT's yeah, back. Baby. Connor's feeling good. Okay, okay. All right, well, gentlemen, to hop into the topic today. It is something that we have talked about bits and pieces here and there in episodes. It's something that is quite obvious, but yet um, I still struggle with. I know the two of you struggle with it. And it's uh, about stuff that we do every single day. And it's about habits and how habits can change you for the better or for worse. Have you guys heard of the rule that it takes 28 days to practice something in order for it to turn into a habit? You You guys have heard of that before, right? Yes. Okay. Has that been true for you guys in your experience? If not, how, how long does it typically take? Cause for me, I I've always, whenever I talk about like setting habits and stuff with my friends, my family, I'm like, it takes me longer. I'm sorry. It takes me longer than 28 days, just a month to make something happen. It, honestly, it takes me two or three months, probably three months to really turn something into a habit that I'm going to go back to over and over and over again, even if I fail with it. So it takes me much longer. I, I don't know where somebody came up with that. I think that's a high standard personally. What do you guys think? Let me go first on this. I th- I think for me personally, 17 days, about right right around three weeks is when things turn into a habit for me. So, but I, I think it's mental. I think it's a lot of mental stuff. Really? Connor is, Connor is dumbfounded. Connor is dumbfounded. That's it it only takes you 17 days? <laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. No. All right. No. <laughs> no, I think like that's been, you know, I, I think it's just different for some people. I mean, I don't know why, but yeah, for me, for something to turn into a habit, yeah, 17 days. If I've done it for 17 days straight, yeah, it turns into a habit, and then I just start doing it. I know that probably doesn't make you feel too good, but yeah, whatever. I'm that's, happy. That's I'm just happy me personally. I'm happy. He's like, shut up. I don't even. No, no, no. I'm happy you can do it in a short amount of time. Good for you, man. That means you're going to be able to make some good um, habits. Tanner, are you going to make me feel better about myself yeah. or worse? Yeah, absolutely. I would say for me, it takes about. She said half a year. Sixteen days. <laughs> no, it takes a, it takes a it takes about a month, honestly. I, I would I would say a month. And the reason why I say a month is because if it's a good habit that I'm trying to change or adopt, I should say, if I truly mean this change for the better, I absolutely will make it a priority every single day for a month. And for me, if I do something for a month, it will become a habit. I mean, I guess it depends to what habit you're trying to change. Like if it's something that I'm rewiring myself after I've done this habit for years and years and I'm trying to fix that, then it will take me longer than than a month for sure. But 
Overall, I think I'm a decently quick learner. I guess I'm talking about maybe rewiring habits take a little bit longer. I guess like new habits, they probably don't take me like a month. They definitely don't take me freaking 17 days. Like GT here, black guy, Superman. But like for me, I think when I tried to read books at the beginning of the year, I did it for a month straight. I read part of a book every day for a month, but I fell out of it. And I, th I think that's what it is, is that like I... I need a little bit longer to know that I'm going to fall out of it. And I think with just how my brain works, and it, it's not even like a discipline thing. I'm just kind of like a emotional person. And sometimes there's just shit that's going on and it takes over my better judgment. And so I lose track of good habits for me. I need a little longer with those habits so that if life comes and smacks me in the face and takes me out of my habits, I have a desire to like go back to it. Does that make sense? I think that's yeah. that's something that I struggle with. That's something I've always struggled with, with habits. I've got some some bad habits and some positive habits that are hard to stick to. Well, you, you just talked about it. You said that you have some positive habits that you do, but they're hard to hold yeah. on to. Like, why, why do you boys think it's so hard to hold on to a positive habit? I mean, I'll, I'll go briefly, but... There could be a lot of reasons. I'll just go into one because I'm curious what Tanner has to say. If your positive habit is kind of like what Tanner was saying earlier, where you're trying to change a bad habit, and so you're trying to replace it with a positive habit, that that's hard to rewire your brain. It's a very difficult time, especially when we're younger and we're in our 20s and we're going through all the shit with our brain chemistry and all the stuff that's going on with our hormones and stuff, like getting into our 20s and then leading into our late 20s when that stuff kind of calms down. It's it's hard to to manage that. And you, you're rewiring maybe habits that you picked up as a kid or habits that you picked up as a young adult and trying to like push past that. I think it takes way longer to get out of a bad habit than it does to break a new habit or to start a new habit personally. So I think that's why it's it's so hard. What about you, Tanner? Yeah, I think it's rewiring and it's also a comfort thing. I think we obviously see comfort and things that are habits, you know, 99% of the time are habits that we are used to and it gives us comfort or that's, that's what we're used to, our body's used to. So for us to get out of that comfort zone and adopt these new habits that are trying to better ourselves, it, it goes against our comfort and makes us uncomfortable. We don't want the change. I think it's absolutely the first one that you said, it, you know, it's what's comfortable. Like if it's something we've done for so long and consistently, it's just comfortable. It feels right. And it's, and I think it's also slightly fear. They are trying to make it comfortable, but they're finding it difficult because it's something new and they don't fully trust like 100% because they haven't seen it in action and felt it in action. Yeah. And for all that. So I think that's probably something within that, you know, and and I'll be completely honest. Some positive habits like it might just be you were trying to think it's a positive habit for you, but it might not have been. It might have just been a positive habit for someone else that you were trying out yourself. Then you found out, OK, like maybe it's a positive habit, but I can like change it into my own. You know, it's finding that balance where is it a positive habit? Do you need to change a, a little thing to make it a positive habit? So it's more catered yeah. towards you. It makes it a lot easier, you know, to 
potentially help you out and to better, you know, yourself and make potentially those around you. It's a hard line to walk and a hard field to direct through and navigate. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. It's definitely, definitely a hard thing to do. I think another thing too, to add to that real quick is that a lot of times to change a habit, it's very hard and very difficult for you to maintain a habit if you aren't seeing any visible progress or you don't feel like you're actually changing for for the better. You know, a lot of people give up on a new habit, like Connor, you're talking about the reading and stuff, maybe because that month of time wasn't enough for you to actually reap the benefits of of reading every single day, of you feeling comfortable and feeling a reward out of setting time aside each day to read you know what i mean like sometimes it's just because people don't see that progress or, or feel like they're actually making a change for themselves because it it's just a hard thing you have to get over that hump in order to actually see the progress but to get over that hump a lot of times it takes way too long for people longer than they like or it takes a lot more work than they initially thought but um mm -hmm. to switch gears briefly we, we just talked about the good habits but i kind of want to talk about bad habits for you guys what was a bad habit that you changed for the better and how did you change it? Some small health ones from when I was a teenager, I, I kicked drinking soda every day. I used to drink like three or four sodas a day and I just replaced it with drinking water. It, yeah, it was bad GT. It was awful. Mm. We used to have like soda parties and we would play video games and see how many sodas we could drink in a night. And I would drink like 12 <laughs> sodas. Like, it was awful. So uh, that was one. I'm so glad I changed that. But, so yeah, that one. So, kicking marijuana was was a big one for me too. I I did not kick that one for a while, I would say. And maybe yeah. maybe every now and again, like if the opportunity presents itself and I'm able to because of like my job situation, I might still do it. But I, my gosh, in college, I used to smoke every day, like two or three times a day. I mean, just I, I'm, you know, being blunt, being honest. Hey, viewers, that's what I used to do when I was in college. You know how it is. But yeah. I would go to class and drive high all the time. It was terrible. I mean, and I just I made excuses. And that that was that was the worst part is that like you have bad habits. And because you guys are talking about comfortability. And I really think there's something to the excuses that we make for ourselves in order to be comfortable so that we prolong bad habits. And I think that's a big reason why I needed to change that bad habit because I realized it was making me worse. So I'll just stick with that one because that was a big one. I, I changed that honestly by pouring myself into other things that I cared about and spending time on other things that I, I said I wanted to, but I never made the effort to. So like, for example, like my bass playing, I started pouring my effort into that. My friends and my family, I wasn't hanging out with them as much unless I could smoke. So instead, I just would go hang out with my family and like just even if I was uncomfortable, maybe at the beginning, like eventually I worked past my feelings of uncomfortability. So I started focusing on things that I knew that I actually loved rather than what I felt I actually needed. And I eventually just kicked it and realized that I just didn't have that much fun with it, to be honest. So yeah. And then life, life also just got busier, which makes getting rid of bad habits better. If right. you're busy, it makes it so much easier, but that's me. What about you, GT? Man, I had a drinking problem. I would drink too much and I, it was because like I'd feel I would feel sad for myself or I, I kind of like looked at that as a cure to when I thought baseball was over freshman year in college and I, I did I was partying I was drinking every weekend it led it went from like it went every weekend and then it started leading into the week 
I gained a lot of weight. I thought I was doing a lot. I wasn't doing my homework. I was looking like, oh, like, what are we trying to do? Like, what's the move, dude? It took me away and kind of led me down the road of, like, trying to be a frat star. But it, it's made me into who I am. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And it's given me a lot of life lessons that I've taken and I've learned from. So and I'm very proud to say, like, of where I am because... It really shouldn't be. I've had I've had an instance where we've talked about it on the podcast where I, I shouldn't be here. And, you know, God had better plans for me and said, nope, not yet. I would say that definitely was probably my worst habit that I had Thanks. at one point. You need to get away from it. Since we're being brutally honest, I guess it is my turn to be brutally honest. And it's something that I've talked about on an episode. Pornography. Yeah. Mine is pornography. And I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of reasons why I, I've i gotten a lot better at all of that. And I'm not going to lie and say I, I don't. I mean, right? It's, it, once again, a habit that I have done for over 10 years of my life more than once a week let's be honest way more than once a week and you do that for 10 years and then you try to cold turkey something like that that is a very hard thing to do and Mm -hmm. i have gotten a lot better at stopping that habit for myself it is a temptation a dopamine rush i try to distract myself with other things make myself busy if i have the temptation i will try to fill that by doing something else and it's hard, dude. It's hard. I'm not going to make an excuse and say because I'm a dude and blah, 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 blah. Like, yes, that that is true to a degree. But like viewing that stuff, especially when you're in a relationship with another woman, it, to me now, I view it as more of a disrespectful thing to them. And it's not a proper way to view women. So it's a very hard habit to let go of. And being in a long distance relationship also made it very difficult. Say, but yeah. I'm in a lot better spot now. And I think a lot of men and women struggle with that habit. And let's say quote unquote addiction for some people. And yeah, you just got to distract yourself and, and say, okay, in 20 minutes, when this habit is done, like you smoking, you're high for two hours, GT, when you're drinking, okay, the night's over, you wake up the next morning. Was that worth it for me? My, my habit, however long, you know, I I'm viewing pornography, whether is it really worth it after like, Am I going to feel guilty for doing this habit? Yes. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't do it in the first place. Right. But anyways, not to ramble, yeah, but that I mean, is mine. It's – no, that's – dude, thanks for being honest about that. I mean it's something I still struggle with and it's mm-hmm. like – I'm much better about it. Like you you and I have talked about this off camera, on camera several times, Tanner. I mean that's one thing that we both can agree is one of the worst things that affects like young, healthy men, in, especially in the United States. It's such a hard, big habit to have that it's just, it almost feels like overwhelming at times, you know, if if you're trying to make like a healthier lifestyle. And that kind of makes me think of something else that I struggle with habits is that I I tend to take on too much at a time when I'm trying to do a habit. I'll do this one big habit. Like one that I'm trying to kick right now is negative self-talk. I mean, that's, Mm. (laughs) that's hard. You know, I've had negative self-talk for myself since I was like, seven you know almost 20 years of my fucking life like yeah no seriously gt yeah i mean when 
people tell you you you're a shitty kid and it's your brothers like it's not it's not an easy thing to kick you know and again we were we were kids and i'm not you know my brothers and i were, were fantastic now i love them to death but anyways that's something that i struggle with i struggle with big habits and so i try to focus on smaller more manageable habits that might eventually lead to me kicking like a big habit so that's better for me for you guys and for people in general do you think it's better to focus on multiple small manageable habits at a time or do you think it's better to just tack just one at a time like whether it's a big or small one, whatever it is just do one at a time for me i need multiple because it helps me streamline what i'm focusing on so i don't hyper fixate but what about you guys I would say multiple small manageable habits because for me, it's when you can get the small ones built up, like they can snowball into the bigger manageable habits and it just gets better because if you can't get the little ones, let's say you got the big one. Okay, cool. But like you didn't build anything up. You were just going day by day by day by day, but you didn't manage anything. Nothing was becoming a habit. Yeah. You were trying to force something into a habit when it took time, when I think you can get to the bigger picture and the bigger habit by doing those little things. Like, why are you trying to jump to the, up this wall on this big thing to pull yourself up when you could have just taken stairs up? Yeah, that's good. Like, is... like why? Yeah. Why? Well, you're looking at it right here, baby. I'm going for that big big guy you know how i am guys i shoot for the moon and always a wild yeah yeah jumping well, like roof to roof tanner yeah I'm fucking that boy's trying to jump from the sun to the moon <laughs> and here's why i would go for the bigger one it's because i think and this is something i'm trying to try to fix my mentality on i think in terms of habits this is something a lot of people struggle with instead of focusing on the goals i want to change this just because you accomplish a goal or change a habit doesn't mean that you're not going to revert back to that bad habit, right? Something we all just said, but instead fix the process, the inputs and outputs of why that is a habit, fix those things about yourself. So fix the process. Like let's say for mine, my mine is pornography. Instead of saying I am done watching pornography and I try to cold turkey it, why am I feeling this way? What things cause me to feel this way? How can I prevent myself from feeling this urge to have pornography. So with these big goals, these ones I'm trying to change in terms of the process or of things for me to fix, if I'm focusing on this one large one, I can learn a lot more lessons about myself or ways to rewire myself by fixing this process for this one goal instead of trying to do multiple small ones at once. Because I feel like if I can fix more in terms of like one big one and that it would take more work for me to fix this one big one overall if i do fix that one i've learned a lot more about myself and ways to fix these smaller habits at a quicker rate it does that make sense that's the reason why i focus on a process instead of changing a habit or accomplishing this goal now i'm working on the process to get to this part get to ending this habit or adopting this new habit but don't you that's have healthy. to change like a whole lot like my thing is, and I'm not saying this is wrong because I think it's all depends on the person. Like we've said before, mm. like the, mm -hmm. how long it takes to, for someone to produce a habit. I think it's, it really is on who you are. Cause I think yeah. 
for me, early, like early on in my life, like you can ask Taryn, like I was, I want to do everything. I was like, no, nah, let big thing. Like, let's go. Come on. Like, no, I, I care less. Let's go. And I think that was not healthy for me, but that's me personally. I think it's within the process. I love the process of those small things, like those small achievements. They feel good. But then like you're hungry because you want more and you want the bigger successes where if you got the big successes, I think some people get contempt. And I don't think this is Tanner at all because knowing Tanner and seeing it firsthand. I see what you mean. I agree. It's definitely not your way won't work for everyone. My way won't work for everyone. It is honestly picking which one is better for you. I, I completely agree with that. So yeah, I think that's your point. I definitely think that, you know, <laughs> it's everyone's journey. Everyone's journey is so different. It's like, like I said in that first first ever podcast, me and you, Tanner, everyone's life is like a book in Barnes and Noble or a library. But how you write your book, how you write your tone and your theme and all that can change your book from just another book on the shelf to New York Times bestseller front desk you walk in yes sir that's one of the most true like one of the most factual things i think i've ever said and i, and I shocked myself i was like where did that come from <laughs> all right what about you connor oh yeah i'm kind of like a mixture of, of y'all too like more recently i'm i'm more about like small manageable habits but like my whole life i've always been about big goals big habits and stuff and it's it's been good in one sense because i'm always striving for something big to happen but then it's also bad because i have really high expectations for myself and that's a good and a bad thing it's a good thing because i'm always striving for something but it's a bad thing because i'm always disappointed in myself and i just recently i'm so tired of being disappointed in myself and i just want to be happy and proud of what i'm doing at times and not like i'm the best shit ever i did a good job like that's it. Yeah. That's all I need to get, say to myself, you know, not, yeah. no, oh, you're, you kick ass over everybody. For me, I don't like feeling like that because I just think other people are so awesome too, you know. I, I need both. I always have something in the back of my mind big that I'm reaching towards, but the small goals now are designed to help me get there. So it's kind of like GT's way, but I am always still looking towards the next big thing like you, Tanner. So I feel like I'm kind of a mix of y'all, I would say. So we just talked about it being a mixture of both. And I completely agree with that. I think it's a mixture for both or finding which one gives you the most satisfaction, right? And I want to ask you guys about the satisfaction. Something I talked about earlier is people give up before they get over that hump because they don't see any physical progress. And my question for you guys is why is changing a small habit or adopting a new habit a good idea to do now if it has minimal effect on your daily life currently? Why would you let something that has such a minimal effect right now and it's being nurtured and it's being accepted as something that's okay. But to other people looking from the outside in, they're looking and like, that's not helping him at at all. Mm -hmm. Because if it's multiple people of different perspectives and different views, it's starting to get to where you're covering a lot of it. Now, granted, no one ever is going to be the same exact you. They're just not. You're not going to find one. You can find one close. But why would you let that start to become more of a foundational habit and not a habit that's able to be fixed? Like in sports, are you coachable? Is this habit that you're doing, can it change? 
if you listen and try out and experiment. Connor, what is your analogy or perhaps way of thinking about it without using the snowball effect? If you're focused on the outcome of what the habit is getting you, then you've lost already because you're not you're not focused on the journey and you're not focused on the discipline that maybe the habit gets you like when it doesn't feel the best, right? If you're doing a habit that starts to have a minimal effect, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it, but you do it anyways because you want to or you know it's going to provide benefit or some or something instead of focusing on the destination of oh i'm going to be here when i'm fully good at this habit it's like you're just focusing on what the habit provides you now it provides mindfulness provides discipline and it provides like a way for you to be more present in the moment when you're focused on the journey of crafting that habit and even when it feels like kind of mundane at times you're still in it and you're still focused on it so I, I think it just I just think it teaches you good life skills and teaches you good habits of being disciplined with your habits and yourself if you do it even when you don't always feel like doing it or when it doesn't always feel the best, if that makes sense. That's something I was thinking about. A lot of people always say like you wanna always be you wanna be a life learner. You do. People with PhDs, masters, people with doctorates, all that stuff, they always say, What do they do? They read. They always learn and they go and look to try to learn something new and add to their self, to add to their arsenal, add to their repertoire. Yeah. True, man. A lot of successful people, they go and they want to learn more because they don't want to plateau. They only want to go up. Yeah. Smart man. If you think of it as something I've said over and over again, if you get 1% better at something every day and you do that for 365 days, you become nearly 38 times better at something than where you originally started. Now, those first 100 days, those first, let's say, month, 30 days, like Connor said, where he doesn't notice a change in his habits, you don't think you're making a lot of change. But if you look back over time and see how far you've come, honestly, after being consistent, you realize that that small habit that did have, quote, unquote, minimal effect on your daily life, six months later does have a huge change. It does have something that does turn or blossom into something a lot larger that will have an effect on your daily life for the better. So I think you just have to keep in mind the visible progress and realize that if you want to change a good habit that will stick and actually have significant positive influence on your life, you have to start somewhere and you have to start small and build your way up. And if you stay consistent, anything that is good over time will progressively get better and better. Fellas, we kind of talked about our own personal experience. We talked about maybe general advice for people who are listening or watching. I kind of want to talk about ourselves, our friends. I mean, what, from your experience, what is a good habit you don't see enough of your friends doing that will change them for the better? I got one. I just Go, a couple of that budgeting. Absolutely. That is the biggest thing that I, I, I still budgeting. I still, you know, I still struggle with it too. When I have times of like high stress, I don't budget as well as I should. And I don't keep track of my money as much as I should, but I still have a weekly and monthly budget that I generally follow and always have savings, always have a gas bill, always have a food and like entertainment bill. But, and you know, love all my friends, but I know so many of my friends that just like, willy-nilly yeah i can spend that money because i got it in my bank account or something and i'm like 
you know, I, I get that. That's great. You know, and live your life. You're in your twenties, have fun. You should have some experiences, but I'm telling you budgeting for when you're trying to get a house property, any kind of assets in life, it, you need to learn how to budget and manage your money. And it's not about how much money you have now in the moment. It's about what you're going to use that money for it, like in the future. So if you don't learn how to budget, you're not going to have any money in the future. You're always going to be like back and like, what did you spend that money on? Or looking at the now, why don't I have this money right now? I would say that I think people in their twenties, at least my friends could use some practice with. Great answer, anyway. GT. That was a great answer. I just wanted to first off say, I totally agree. Budgeting, it's not easy. It's going to, it's a hard thing to really come and accept. I would say for me now, with the friends that I have, taking time for yourself, because a lot of my friends are very, very busy people. Hell, I can barely contact Tanner or Connor. I called both of them today, and both did not answer. Fans, ain't that something? Looking at all y'all, can you believe this? This poor soul taking time for yourself because we get caught up in our work and you know everything and. Just making sure that at the end of the day, like you're happy with what you're doing and you also take time to appreciate yourself and appreciate your body and appreciate like what you did during the day and what you've accomplished, you know, maybe in the day, couple of days, week, month, year, even, you know, if you do like a review on the year or month or week, whatever, I think it's definitely just something that people should at least explore and try out. And I think that you can definitely find ways and times that work for you to where you can make it work. So I definitely think that's not just ramble on taking time for themselves because it because life can start eating you up. And if you don't give any time to yourself to really focus on yourself, I think you're doing yourself a disservice and you're not fully giving the true appreciation and love towards your own self when game of life is at the end of the day is your game of life and everyone's game of life is different so really appreciate those things before you're not able to appreciate them as much anymore so that's what i would say good advice man a lot of people struggle with that Great advice. Mine would be for my guy friends and girlfriends, really it's self-respect. I feel like a lot of my friends doubt themselves, doubt their abilities, capabilities, doubt their strengths and emphasize their weaknesses. And they just don't have a lot of self-respect. And I feel like so many of my friends provide more and are more than what they think they are. And it's something that I've worked on for myself a lot. And once I have this self-respect and knowing what I deserve, knowing what I'm capable of, knowing where I want to be and, and respecting myself and, and all of that, I think plays a big factor in terms of your confidence and what you're actually able to accomplish. 100%. It's a thing that a lot of people in their 20s, a lot of my friends that are in their 20s can can improve on. Or a good habit that they can have is is gain more self-respect for themselves. But, uh, Love the answer, man. I appreciate it. All Love that. Really, 
really great advice. All th- all three answers were phenomenal. I think this episode was actually really good. Habits change you. Another episode down. Great to have GT back on an episode and have the three hosts. And I hope that you guys took some advice from this episode. Uh, follow the Instagram page, Let's Talk 20s Podcast. And if you guys or anyone that you know needs some online therapy, we do have a referral link for BetterHelp. I know plenty of friends who actually use it, and they say it's extremely beneficial. So at least give it a try and let us know what you think if you need to. But I hope you guys had a great week, a great rest of your week. Love you guys as always. See you into the next one. Uh, Peace. Peace. See you.